Welcome to Just Like Magic with Hannah Noel. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm a business alignment leader here to lead you back to your magic to create a sustainable and profitable business. Your magic never left you, and by being here, you're proving to yourself how worthy you are of incredible wealth. After increasing my income by three times in three months, I found my passion in helping women define and create success for them. This podcast is a spirituality-based business podcast where we are focusing on starting and growing businesses. We'll be exploring spiritual resources to use in our pursuit of freedom and flexibility in business. I'll be joined by experts in business and spirituality as we go on this exploration together. You are worthy, you are loved, and it's time to create massive abundance, just like magic. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Just Like Magic. I am here with a very special guest. Uh, Dana is near and dear to my heart, and I'm excited to share share her with you. But before we do that, I want to just kind of introduce her briefly. Dana and I connected on a um, podcaster's Facebook group earlier in 2021. I think it was it was May, I believe. And not 21, 22. It was this year, 22. Um, <laughs> and uh, she was on our other podcast, Untying the Knot, or when I say our, my other podcast with my co-host, Britt, Untying the Knot. And I just looked it up. It was episode, I think, 29 and 30. There's two episodes. They're amazing episodes. You can go listen to those to kind of, she did a little mini reading for both of us. So you can kind of see what that's like. But today we're going to be talking more about her business and how her gifts turned into a business and how it's all tied together. Um, but Dana, you have like really helped me in my healing journey a lot with your gifts. And so it's an honor to have you here and you guys are in for a treat. So Dana, why don't you just introduce yourself? Tell us whatever you want to tell us about yourself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. First off, I always love when Hannah reaches up to me <laughs> because it's always good information, good conversations, really. Um, I'm actually from Canada in the middle of nowhere in Saskatchewan. So we were just talking about how cold it's here and that I'm wearing a tube today. If you can't see the video, but <laughs> I uh, was out shoveling snow. So I, yeah, I've actually, I'm a psychic and a medium and not just that, but I do help a lot of people in their healing journeys. And that's part of why I'm here on this earth. I found my purpose and I'm really excited to talk more about like how I created that into a business and like how I kind of really flipped my life around to be living the life I've always wanted as well. And what kind of comes with that. So living in a small town, of course, I was always scared about the judgment pieces. So I'm sure we'll talk about that as well, because it doesn't just come with living in a town of 500 people. It also is a long line presence. So it changes. Uh, a lot of fears come up when you have a spiritual awakening and you want to start a business. So I'm really excited that's, to talk about that's this. how I feel about this podcast in general. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm bringing in so many, it's a spirituality based business podcast. So there's so many spiritual pieces that are, um, I'm like hijacking your intro, but really quick. It's, I love it. No, I'm good. I didn't have anything else to say. Literally, Like it is uncomfortable, you know, especially when you have family who does not believe in it or thinks that it's demonic or whatever, you know, like people judging you, not just family. I mean, all of my followers, I've lost so many followers since I've started talking about spiritual stuff. And what that's teaching me is I'm being true to myself and what I believe and what I'm experiencing. 
And so I'm happy to let them go. Like if they don't want to be here, I would rather them be gone than send me mean messages. So I'm good with that. But um, yeah, I guess I just, my point, I can definitely relate to what, to that feeling. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people can, to be honest, even, even like I was that spiritual person in the closet and here I have like these massive gifts. Right. But at the same time, it's so scary because society makes it not okay, or they've made it scary, or it's not this thing that you're supposed to be doing. So, I mean, I kudos anybody that's jumped in, including yourself, Hannah, because it's not an easy journey at first. There is a lot of bumps in the road that come with it. And not just personally, but sometimes in business as well. And we have to kind of relearn how to do things in a bit of a different perspective outside of the box compared to everybody saying this is black and white. This is how businesses are supposed to be run, you know, yeah. but that's not the world anymore. So no. Well, and that's something <laughs> I, I was talking to an energy healer uh, the other day and I actually was experiencing some like shoulder pain. It was really bizarre. And I posted on Instagram, which was, I was kind of nervous about because again, just like, it's unusual to be like, okay, energetically, like, why is my back hurting? Because I have no reason for my back to be hurting. I slept fine, like all of that. So why is my back hurting? And someone responded like saying, well, that's your heart chakra. So it could mean these things. And I realized that one of them was like, the burden and the stress that I'm carrying over like this evolution a little bit, you know, and like my business being an online business, which to a lot of people, at least older generations who are more traditional business model based, like it's unstable and it's unreliable. And I realized that that this person that I was talking to, she like helped me see that that's like a, a projection that I'm feeling that I'm like absorbing and giving off. And so I was able to work through that and the pain went away and I'm like, energetically it was cleared. And that's not at all what business has been like up until the last, you know, maybe couple decades or whatever business was very rigid. And even now people talk about all the, you know, strategies and all the, it's all the masculine energy, right? The doing, the doing, the planning, the strategy, all that kind of stuff is so emphasized in a lot of businesses. So bringing this feminine, spiritual, you know, more laid back um, perspective to business is unusual to some people. Like you have, like, I feel like, like, like me and you people who are like in this I mean, right now I follow so many people who are in the spiritual business energetic world. So I don't feel secluded because I have intentionally followed people who believe that, but I know when it comes to business as a whole, we're in the minority. And so that can be uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's funny because we look like we're in the minority from the big picture, but really, if you start talking to some of these business owners, they've done a lot of inner work to even yeah. get where they are in their business, right? It's just not something that's talked about as often. And really it's so important because I wish somebody would have told me when I first started businesses that like, cause I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, had no idea what I wanted to do before I found my gifts and realized, <laughs> but 
like I always wanted to do it, but at the same time, I thought it would just be just jump in and learn about all the business skills and all the things that I needed. And it would bing, bang, boom, and away I go. And that's mm-hmm. not the case at all. I mean, I wish somebody would have caught to me and said, look, you've got to do some deep inner work if you want to be successful in anything in your life, never mind just business. Yeah. And that was a big thing I had to learn a little farther down the road and realized how important it was for me to do the inner work and for me to get really these silly beliefs that come from society or come from being being told these certain things or seeing certain situations play out with business, right? And they just create these beliefs. Like one of mine was always, it had to be really hard to be successful yeah. or make money. So you have to work like stupid hours, you know, yeah. and have no time for anything else. And once I got rid of that belief, well, I started laughing at myself because <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I would have done this years ago. You know? <laughs> got rid of this belief of having to make everything hard for myself because once I did that, well, guess what? Like I started working part-time and making more money in my life than I ever had before, you yeah. know? And it was just like those things that start to click. Right. So I always like, that's my biggest thing. I always say to people, if you're going to get into business, any kind, whether it be spiritual or not, do the inner work on yourself first. So you can be successful in whatever you're doing, because yeah. you can try to move matter, you know, you can move the rock up the hill yourself and continually step by step. And slowly you'll probably make it eventually. But what if you could have somebody pick up the rock for you and plant it at the top of the hill and now you just have to walk up it, right? And that's like doing that inner work. That's basically what that is. Oh, that's such a good analogy. I love visuals. I was just telling my therapist today, like I love visuals and analogies where people can like just see something like where it just makes sense. Like I was, I was, um, doing some money mindset work this morning. And honestly, I have not done it as often as I would actually like to, because when I do start doing that work, especially when it comes to money, because the the money lessons that I learned as a kid were, you know, like that in order to have a successful business, make a lot of money, you had to sacrifice your time. You had to, you know, people only care about you for your money, like, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of things. But one of them that I think a lot of people resonate with is that money causes fights or money, you know, causes chaos. I know that was something I experienced in my childhood, seeing people fight about money or get in fights because of money. And so what that taught me was that money causes arguments and I want to avoid arguments and I want to avoid disagreements and fights. So I'm avoiding money by avoiding those things. And I wrote, I'm actually going to read it because I feel like it was really good. (laughs) Yeah, do it because it'll resonate with so many. Like, honestly, money is always such a big one for so many. It is. And so, so this was the analogy that I came up with as I was just typing, like just getting my thoughts out. Like, this is the analogy that I came up with. So the first belief, and this was a, this was a, I was just reframing um, these different money thoughts. So the first one at the beginning is money causes fights and problems. And then this, me starting to process, I said, yes, people fight over money. However, money itself does not cause or start the fight. People disagree with how it should be spent because everybody agrees that we want money, right? Like everybody can, can agree on that. Like people like money. We want money. Like, so yeah. So they're not fighting about the money itself. They're just fighting over how it's spent. First, first part of it. The second part, if you imagine divorced parents people will argue over how much time they spend with their kids but it's not the kids fault that they're arguing the kids didn't do anything wrong in the equation to make the parents fight it's the parents disagreeing on how the time should be spent just like it's parents disagree or people disagreeing how money should be spent so money is just a tool 
one that can be used for good or bad. And this is a, another analogy that I learned from Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zinkina is her name. She talks about how money is like a knife and a knife, and it's a morbid analogy, but it's, it's a good one. A knife can be used to make a beautiful meal for your family, or a knife can be used to hurt somebody, you know, and it's the same thing. Money is just a tool. You can do good or bad with it. Um, another, this, so continuing on in my process, there are people who fight all the time who have no money and people who never fight, who have millions of dollars. Therefore, money does not cause fights. Otherwise, everyone who has a lot of money would fight. And then the the final reframe that I came to is money is simply an energy and a limitless resource that is available to me in the amounts I desire. And so Boom. it is. So exactly. that's, that's the truth. It goes from, you know, maybe you believe, and I love that randomly we're talking about money, <laughs> but you said something that made me think of this, but um. So yeah, starting with money causes fights and problems and then just like working it out in my mind, just like typing things out, letting whatever was coming up, come up. And I come, I came to the truth that money is an energy and it can come to me however I want it to come to me. So yeah, yeah, I don't know where I, I love was, that, but I just thought it's that was truth. useful. Well, it's, it's part of the belief system thing too. And honestly, it does play right into playing, even starting a business, right? This yeah. is part of that inner work because the sooner that you sit down with it, because the other thing that people say to me, they're like, well, how did you just come up with your prices? Like, how did you feel okay with stating that? Right. Because at first I wasn't okay with it. Cause I wanted to use my gifts to help everybody and not, you know, I wish money wasn't a factor almost feeling right. Yeah. Because I want everybody to have the healing. Everybody deserves it. But at the same time, when I did my more spiritual work with my own guides and my own coach, I came to the realization that we do, we're energetic beings and we live in energy world. So if I give out all this energy and I don't receive anything back, mm. I get burnt out. Mm. So I was able to shift my mind shift a little bit easier around that about pricing and like stating how much I, you know, my services are and whatnot, because I had just a really deep realization that if I tried to help everybody and didn't charge anything. I would burn out so fast that I wouldn't even be able to help anybody down the road at all. Yeah, so yeah. I came up with a number and it's funny because like my guides are totally jumping in on this because they love to give information. And it's funny because like, basically it's like just this feeling of sitting down and making a list of numbers that you're, you feel like, and I mean, obviously make sure you're charging enough to at least cover your costs plus making mm -hmm. that little extra money. Otherwise you're not going to be making anything at all. Right. But write down a few different numbers and go as high, go up to a number that really makes you uncomfortable and then find, go through each one and see how you're feeling about each of them. Because when you find one and land on one that you're like, okay, I think I can say that and feel confident about it. Start there. And yeah. then you can always rise them, raise them later on. Right. But that's how I started because it made things easier for me and not to overthink <laughs> because yeah. my money problems were also another thing for me too. Right. I was trying to make it hard for myself again because money was supposed to be hard to make. Yes. <laughs> so but after releasing that, it makes it really easy. So it's just like another step when you do create a business and using that little tool, because don't yeah. overthink it. Just look at the numbers, find one that you're comfortable with and start there. There's I love nothing that. wrong with your faces later. Yeah. I love, I love that idea of just writing out some numbers that, that feel something, you know, that just write out yeah. numbers that come to mind and then land on which one feels, feels good. But I like how you worded, you know, that feels you can confidently say, cause I think when you 
when you are too timid around your pricing, it comes off. Like people can tell that you're not actually confident that your service or your product or whatever is worth that amount. And I think the opposite is true that if it's too low, then you almost resent it. And then you, you know, then you resent the the client or the customer and they can sense that too. If you're selling something for 10 bucks that costs you $20 to make, like you're going to be upset that you're selling it for 10 bucks. So, (laughs) so it's, you know, both ways, like you want to, the number that you land on you want it to be something you can say confidently, like you said, but you also want it to be something that you're proud of. Like you're, you know, you feel good about it. So, okay. We haven't even exactly talked about what you do. So I would love to backtrack a little bit. I love this money talk though. I think money mindset and money healing, healing around money is so important for business owners. I think it's something that people get stuck on. So I love that the start of this conversation has started with that, but I would like you mentioned what made me think of it is you mentioned your guides that your guides are stepping in. So I would love for you to share what you do. What is, you know, your psychic medium? What is your business? Yeah. So my business that I'm in full-time now is my psychic mediumship business. So I have created a few different things that are going along with it. And more and more is coming out of the woodwork as I kind of keep going. But where I started was doing mediumship and psychic readings, because that is an ability and gift that I have that was very strong. It was with me from the time I was a child. I just didn't really know about it. I didn't know how to navigate life very well, because I had no idea that all this stuff was burdening me, (laughs) you know, in certain ways and affecting me. So after a while, I finally got some validation after losing a loved one that I'm sure you will hear about on the other podcasts a little bit. But um, it kind of woke me up to realizing that there was a lot more here for me that I just needed to have some validation on. And then I found an amazing coach. And like, that's another huge thing. I always tell people, if you're starting a business, find a coach or a mentor. Don't Mm -hmm. think you can do it on your own. I tried that, failed. I can't tell you how many times. Same. (laughs) Same. Yeah, right? (laughs) And it's funny, real quick side note on that. You know, I think a lot of people think that coaches say how important coaches are just so that someone will hire them. But it's because we have done it without coaches. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Coaches, it's one of those things. Yes, you can figure it out on your own. Like you have that ability within you, but it's going to take you twice as long. It's going to cost you twice, maybe even more than twice, cost you twice as much time, money, energy, resources, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you won't really, I I don't want to say won't because I don't know all the things, but it's just not going to be the same, you know, hiring a coach just speeds it up for you. So yeah, exactly. Especially if you find one that you kind of want to model yourself after they're doing something similar or they have skills that you know you're going to have to learn yeah. that can give you that step up. It doesn't have to be like a year-long coaching program or anything either, mm-hmm. right? You can start off small, get something littler. I di- I can't tell you how many coaches and pet mentors I've had in the past, like yeah. so freaking many, right? Like thousands of dollars spent, Yeah, but I don't regret any of it. Because mm-hmm. even though in that time, maybe I was like, ah, oh, shit, maybe that's, oh, I just swore, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like that moment of like, man, that's not exactly maybe what I needed right then and there. I look back now and it still was something I ended up using, just not in that moment. So even though it might not feel like the right fit or you did it and you're like, oh, and don't get angry about it though, because it's like, it's so easy to just like pass it off because you didn't need that in that exact moment or you didn't learn what you wanted to learn in that exact moment. Yep. The biggest thing is, is nothing's linear. <laughs> so yep. things kind of come and go, but you find out you end up using them later on. And so my coach that I have now though, is she's the one who's like really 
was the one who gave me my validations and said, look, you're a psychic, you're a medium, you have like capabilities of doing all this. I have four very powerful guides on the other side that are with me on a constant basis that helped me do all these kinds of readings. And I started TikTok, as funny as this is, I never thought I'd be on TikTok, <laughs> but I was guided and told to be on TikTok. And so I did, but I understand why now, because my guides always want to make videos. So they always want to give tidbits of information about what's going on, or all these fun things. And I've come to just enjoy it because I don't have to sit and think about what I need to say. It just comes to me. So that's that. another part of my gift is just being able to just kind of blab and talk, even like what we've had, Hannah and I've talked about already here today is like, that's all coming from them it's happening in an exact way it needs to happen so my business is that I do psychic and mediumship readings private ones I do group readings now I do private group readings I'm also a Reiki master which is just an energy healing again as well and with that I do sessions but I also can teach others as well so I also have that a part of my business and now is that new is Reiki new for you or have you been doing that um Reiki really started back in probably end of July-ish she okay. certified me. Like my coach actually came out and saw me here and spent a week with me. And then after that, awesome. she certified me in both levels. Yeah. So then I was a master and I'm able to do that. So yeah, I wasn't doing that when I first talked to you. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know that. And I, the last episode that I recorded with a guest was with a Reiki practitioner. So that's why I was like, oh man, I missed like, but it's fine. Okay. I didn't, I was like worried that I forgot, but okay. No, no, better. It, it is a newer thing. <laughs> Cool, but cool, yeah, cool. I can actually teach now. And, and the coolest part about my business is I've made it so I can do it in person, but I can also do this all online. That's I do awesome. not actually have to sit across from somebody to be able to channel for them. So it's been fantastic. Um, a lot of the bowls really rolling. I'm starting to get really well known now in my area and it's mm-hmm. starting to spread quite quite across. And so there's big opportunities coming on my way coming in January. So I'm super excited about a lot of things that are happening. And to be honest, it happened really fast. Like I only just started my business full time, like let's say July 1st. Yeah. And to be where I am now, I'm just so grateful because it, (laughs) and I was warned that I was going to be like this person you put me on a treadmill and I'll just keep running in the same direction (laughs) because I want to get there. Right. And so it's the truth though, but when you find that passion that you have for something like I do with people in their healing and a perspective feel, it, it's funny because as I got into my business, I realized it wasn't just all about the healing necessarily, because a lot of the time the healing happens without the person even necessarily realizing it. Yeah. But what also comes the biggest thing is a perspective change, you know, being able to show people that their loved ones still exist here in the energy world and they're still here and being able to give those validations and those messages completely shifts somebody's perspective. You know, it doesn't go from black and white anymore. There's a big gray area in the middle that a lot of people don't understand, you yeah. know? So being able to give that and watching somebody like their whole demeanor completely change, that that is what fulfills me so much in my business. And like, I, I ride on cloud nine when I do this kind of stuff. So, and that's how I want everybody to live, right? That's how we are supposed to be living. So it's just a fantastic oh. feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I know I, I finally know. get the business that I'm supposed to be doing. This is probably like the fourth or fifth one that I've started. <laughs> and probably the only one that'll be really successful in the end. Oh my gosh. I can so resonate with that because I have tried, started, failed so many businesses, but I think <laughs> of all of it as lessons. It's brought me here, you know, and now I can teach exactly. people how to, you know, you talk about your passions. Like now I can teach people how to truly make their, take their passions, the things that they love doing, the things that they literally, I mean, how often I remember thinking like, nobody's going to pay me to learn that because that's just like common knowledge, but it's not like some of us just naturally 
know things or feel things or learn things or whatever, you know, and when you realize that this passion, this thing you love doing that that's just so easy to you, when you realize that you can make money from that, like it's so powerful, like it can really just truly change your life. And so, you know, hearing you talk about that being your experience and knowing that that's my experience, like it's just, it's just such validation for those who are maybe listening, who are like, you know, I know some people who like love making bread and it just comes naturally to them. And it's like, I have no idea how to make, make bread. Like I would pay someone, I would pay for like a zoom class for someone to teach me how to do this, you know, like, and there, that happens all the time. Like people just naturally good at art that other people would be willing to learn how to do that art or to buy the art from them or whatever, you know, it's like freaking Pablo Picasso who did splatter paintings and sold for how much money? Oh, ridiculous amounts. Toddlers can do that, you know, like, so it's all perceived value. And I think when you can take your passions and turn it into a profit, like that's just such a cool feeling. Um, but what you're saying too, I want to like back up a little bit to the healing part of it and the gray area and the perspectives and all that. Um, that was something that you did for me back over the summer. Like, I just remember, don't you remember the, that one call where I was just like bawling, just like crying, yeah. like I could not stop crying because, um, I don't, I don't know that this has been shared on this podcast yet, but my dad, I, I have a biological dad, a stepdad, my biological dad died in 2017 and him and I had a um just not a bad relationship but it was just interesting I mean we were never super close but we were never not close um there was a couple years I didn't talk to him because I was upset with him but then we did talk again and we healed a lot like there was a lot of you know anger and stuff that I felt toward him that we worked out before he died um but in this call that we had, I remember asking you, because I had talked to another psychic who said that my dad was one of my guides. And I asked you that and you were like, actually, he's one of your angels. And I just remember you describing like him, like hugging me from behind and like wrapping his wings around me. And the like warmth and the love that I felt was truly like one of the first times I'd ever felt love in that, in that, um, like I've always known both of my dads loved me. Right. But like really feeling, feeling it in that, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that strongly, I guess that's not even the right word, but just that what I'm getting stuck on the word. I don't even know what the word is, but just like, uh, I know what you're saying. It's almost like a different, it's almost a different emotion. It's a more intensified emotion of love. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I really can't describe it. And that was the first time I really felt that from a fatherly figure. And so I just was like bawling and crying. And like, it was one of those moments though, where like all of my dad wounds, like that just like really healed so much of it in that one. Yeah. I mean, in that part of our conversation was maybe only 15 minutes or something like, you know, and the fact that you can do that is just such a beautiful thing. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I, I just think it's. And honestly, beautiful. like, thank you. Because a lot of the time I do that work with people and then I never really hear much about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they go on with their day or whatever. I don't really get to see them again. Same when I do readings. Yeah. And so I don't always get a lot of feedback. So I even really appreciate hearing that from you um, because that, that's what lights me up. It's, it's yeah. such a great piece to know, like, 
we gave you something that you needed so badly and we're able to heal that. And like you said, it was like a 15 minute conversation. Same thing happened when I did my inner work about healing with my own father. I had to heal my wounds with him because one of my beliefs that came from him was that I was never worthy enough to have anything in this world. And so I was always going to make myself fail or sabotage myself in some way, even though it was an unconscious thing, because I knew in my conscious mind that I I was worthy, but it wasn't a belief that I had. So same thing, you know, one hour call with my coach done healed, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, you, you feel like a completely different person in a good way though. It's like, you feel lighter and you can just keep walking now on your path and not feel like you're weighing yourself down. That's the craziest part with the energetics of the world is the fact that things can be healed so quickly just because of the human or not the human, but the the energetic wavelength that we are as humans and that we experience in the world. Like the fact that it can just come so quickly is it's just it's one of those things. And just to, you know, affirm you even more like that's something that I imagine I would say fairly regularly, like in, in literally in, in physical, like if I'm driving somewhere at night and it's sketchy, or if I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. like walking to my car in a parking lot at night, like even in those moments, like I physically visualize him, like I know he's with me protecting me and that nothing's going to happen. Like, and so that's reassuring. Um, when it comes to like, if I'm, about to have a really hard conversation with someone, or if I'm, you know, whatever, like working on something really difficult, like I imagine him again, just like protecting me and there for me. And I was actually doing um, a, what was, it was some sort of meditation. I can't remember what it was, but a couple of weeks ago, I was doing some sort of meditation and I just like, have just been really, um, going through a lot of inner child heal. Like, I feel like this year has just been like the year of inner child healing for me. Um, but, oh, it was last week with the full moon, man, it feels like weeks ago, but it was just last (laughs) week. Actually. I looked at the date and I realized it was only a week ago, but, um, I was in this meditation and I just like started crying and I literally like got in the fetal position and just asked him to just like, hold me. Like I just needed that comfort and love in that moment. And so I've used that like the, the visualization that you told me, like what was happening, like I've used that visual since then. And that's awesome. Yeah. It's just, it feels so good. (laughs) It does, but we have to remember that we're not on our journeys alone ever. There are so many of our family members, past loved ones. And obviously like my guides are not just my past loved ones. They are beings that actually you know, our infinite beings per se. We won't get too deep into that because that's pretty (laughs) spiritual stuff. But at the same point in time, like I, we're not on our journeys alone. Every single one of us is here is being very much supported by beings on the other side. And that's something that when you start to get that proof, like what you have, your dad being with you all the time, or when you need him in those moments, you know, he's there. And when you get that proof, it's just like, you start to kind of charge to the world as more of a playground than being, stuck on one train path almost you know what I mean and so life gets more fun because you realize that you are not doing this alone and that you can ask for help from the other side and they will help you you just have to be aware of the opportunities or doors that they're presenting to you in the physical world so you can continue you know getting the help or the healing or whatever it is that you're looking for and I do it in my business all the time I was just gonna ask okay how do you how do you (laughs) use that in your business because yeah I would love to I would love to hear that because I'm sure, especially if there's anything that just like anybody can do, you know? Yeah. And that's just it too. Like 
So everybody has psychic abilities. Every single one of us does. We all have gifts. We all have psychic abilities. We're all intuitive beings. We're all energetic beings. So even if I'm saying this and you're like, ah, oh, definitely not me. Trust me. <laughs> it is you. It's just your mind is blocking a lot of it probably is the only difference. Yeah. But the gut instinct is the biggest one I always love to bring up because it's a huge one. We all have it. We've all had moments where don't get in the car or mm -hmm. we're not supposed to leave today. And all of a sudden you find out like there's a snowstorm or a car crash or something crazy. Yep. And you were supposed to be there in that moment. And you know, those things or the really good things too, where you're just like an opportunity comes and you're just like, Oh, this feels really good in my gut. Just go with that. And don't think twice about it. Cause it's probably something you are supposed to be doing. Yep. So when it comes to business, um, it's really easy to get wrapped up on like all the things we should be doing. And I find that for myself, because I'm such a creative being, that it's easier for me to just sit down and meditate for five, 10 minutes and just be like, okay, what am I supposed to actually do today that actually needs to be done? Or is there an opportunity I should be looking for or something else like that? Like very specific question. Yeah. And sometimes the, like might not come to me right away, but then I'll kind of start doing something and either something will pop up on my computer, someone will send me a message, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And then you just kind of like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And just go with that because the more we think about or make our to-do list so long that it's daunting, right? And then we don't even want to touch it because like now you're looking at a 20 hour day because of the to-do list you just made for yourself. No, thanks. There's always <laughs> 600 things we could be doing in our business. But the biggest thing is just to start simple. Like what actually do you need to be running your business? Do you actually need a website? No, I don't have one. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's those little things that basic black and white businesses always said when you move online or whether you're a brick and mortar, it doesn't matter. Nowadays you have to be online if you're going to do any kind of marketing because that's where most yeah. of the people are. But at the same point in time, like it, it can be as simple as making a post on your social media where you have a bit of a following and if you don't have a following like I had no following on TikTok well that's where you use the ads 40 yeah. bucks in ads got me almost 200 followers in like a couple of days right nice. so it's little things like that that it doesn't have to be super complicated and to just turn and again knowing that there's beings and universe source god whatever you want to call it it's there to help us on our journey. So we just have to ask for the help though, because we're sovereign beings with free will and choice. They cannot just intervene and say, this is what you're supposed to be doing, right? It's not part of our journey here, but if we ask for the help, they're going to present the opportunities for you, but you just have to be willing to receive it. And when you can't receive it or you're missing it constantly, that's when you know you have inner work to do because there's some kind of belief that's likely holding you back from getting what you want. I love that. And what you're saying about like, you have to ask for the help or whatever. It's like, you know, taking it outside of, um, business related, like how many times do people just ask for a sign? You know, even if you're not specifically <laughs> like praying to God, like I just yeah. need a sign that this is working right. Like exactly. that's what you're doing. You know, it's yeah, the that's same, exactly it. Same thing. Exactly. And again, like how many people ask for the sign though? And then don't look for it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or They're like, so their, their side blinders are up so high well, that they or just what don't about, even see I've, I've done this one before. I ask for the sign. I get a sign. And then I'm like, wait a second. I need a stronger sign. Like <laughs> yeah, That's doubting because trusting, honestly, the trust part is the hardest part about any of this yeah. is trusting in the sign or trusting what you see, feel, or hear, because they can be so subtle. Right. And it's yeah. like, it's so easy for our ego just to take over and be like, I need something more concrete <laughs> than just seeing the butterfly by the window, you know, yeah. like, even though that's what you literally asked for, <laughs> and you receive that. But at the same time, it's, it's that battle of the trust piece 
And I like, that was something that was so hard for me. Like, obviously I believed in all of it and I, and I trust so much about the other side, but I wasn't trusting always what I was receiving for myself. And I was like asking for a validation from like my coach or somebody that's, that's a very strong channeler as well, because I'm like, did I, did I make this up? Did I see it? (laughs) And then the more you just practice with it, the more it becomes easier to just trust in it. And with that, your stress, anxiety, overwhelm literally goes out the window because you know you're being taken care of and you're receiving the things that you need the most in that exact moment, good or bad. I mean, some people are like, oh, well, you feel like you seem to have it all figured out. No, I don't. (laughs) You know, like I I don't think anybody ever really does, right? No, nobody ever has it all figured out. There's never an end game either. And that's the biggest thing I tell people too, is like, sure, it's great to have goals in your business. Obviously you need them if you want to, get someplace right because it motivates you more but at the same point in time let's say you get there that's not your end game because there's never an end game even in your own personal life there's never an end game you know we're always evolving and growing and that's part of why we're here on this physical plane is to learn and grow on a constant basis whether that be in business whether that be personally whether that be in relationships whatever it might be it's it's all of it right makes the whole puzzle so I always tell people don't ever think that once you hit your goals that's it you're good and then it's just or doing all the inner work like I've had so many people say to me, well, can I just get there? And then once I get there, I'm good to go. And nothing bad will ever happen again. <laughs> it's like, no, well, not quite. You know? you know, it's funny you bring that up. That's actually something I, I talk all the time about how, like, I will never fully arrive somewhere. Like I will, I'm always, and, and it's not that I'm immediately moving on to the next goal. I sit in gratitude, you know, I'm so thankful for where I've gotten, even if it's like a week, you know, but yep. I'm, I'm. I'm planning still on the next, you know, the next thing I'm going to have or do, or the next change I'm going to make. Like if I ever feel like I, I finally made it, like that's when I know that I need to seriously get to work because (laughs) that's when I know that I'm now settling, I'm getting complacent. And I don't want that because then what that ends up, well, at least what I believe and I've seen and experienced when you feel like you're, you've arrived and you're complacent, then there's a plateau and then I see it go down, you know, then you back, you backtrack because you're not staying consistent with your, your tools or your work or your whatever, the whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and something else you said about like healing and <laughs> just getting there. That's actually something that I really realized. I brought up my shoulder pain already, right? Yeah, I think I did. Part of that was that I was believing that I needed to heal more, that I needed to do more inner work in order to really hit the next level that I want to hit. And I had this realization like, no, that's not true. And that was actually one of the other things that I wrote on in this money, like the the money mindset thing that I was working through um, was that I felt like I had to do more, work more, have not work more as in like business work, but like inner healing work. And, and that part of it, I was telling myself, I had to, I had to do more of that. I had to get deeper into my heart. I had to, whatever, like I had to learn more in order to, to reach higher. And I, you know, I did the same process where I started with that belief. And then I just kind of let all the, just let it all out. Just everything that I was thinking, all the thoughts that were coming to mind, I just was like typing it and just like, it's this huge paragraph too. And the truth is at the end of it, I came to the fact that I'm wildly wealthy while I'm healing. Like, because 
I'm never going to fully be healed. I'm never going to fully arrive at the, there's always things to work through. And it was interesting how, like, when it came to goals and business, I had that belief, but I didn't, I didn't have that belief with my healing work. And so that literally was just yesterday and this morning that I had that realization. So now I'm like, okay, cool. Like (laughs) I'm healing and I'm making a ton of money. Like, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And the more you like, so there's my guides again. So obviously my psychic abilities pop in on these conversations (laughs) because I've been doing this work and like they automatically just start talking about certain things, but they're also bringing up the fact that we like, we have to remember too, that we are the creators of our own reality. And so our brains actually don't know the difference. Like if you imagine yourself, like I love to travel, like I'm going to Mexico in the end of February, super stoked. Right. Mm. And I'm like literally envisioning myself already on the beach with like, my brothers are coming with me. They've never been. And my uncle's going to be there. Like, it's just going to be such a fabulous time. Right. Mm. And I actually, and that's part of manifesting and all this too. But if you can imagine someplace that you've always wanted to, or wanted to go do something or go somewhere and then imagine yourself actually doing those things, like right down to the details of what the air smells like, the wind blowing in your hair, like what's going on? Because the craziest part, but science has actually proven this, your brain does not know the difference between you imagining something like that and it actually happening in reality. Yep. It gives you the same endorphins. It gives you all the same happy emotions, all the things, right? And science has proof of that. Yeah. There is like immense amounts of information now around that. And it's just the coolest freaking thing. But a lot of people that are very successful will tell you, you're the creator of your own reality. So start dreaming up the life you want and basically living it in your head already, because not only will you manifest it faster for yourself in an actual physical reality, but you're already going to be living in that mind state that you need to be in to get there. Yeah. Simple yeah. Yeah. I love that your guys brought that up because that's something that I've learned too, that you guys, it's literally like, like Dana said, it's statistically proven. There have been the study that I heard about specifically was um, about Olympic skiers that those like they, the, the um, somehow, I don't even know exactly how they did it, but they uh, like tracked the, the brain movement or whatever on skiers actually like moving like physically skiing or physically moving their body whatever it was and then they did the same sort of brain scan on skiers who were just sitting or just laying down imagining themselves skiing not actually moving whatsoever and the same areas of their brain were activated if you didn't know like if you were just looking at the brain scans you wouldn't know who was actually skiing and who wasn't so yeah that's it's fascinating. I love that the they brought that thing. up. And that's just, yeah. like, that's just like the premise of active manifestation is deciding what you want. And then being the person being, you know, do it, being the person that, that has those things, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and then it comes to fruition, but, um, you know, you have to put in the, well, I, there are some people actually who don't have to put in a ton of effort, <laughs> depending on what type of, if if you're a, there's active manifestation and passive manifestation, but at the end of the day, we're all manifesting and we all have control. Like you said, we all have that co-creation ability. Yeah. And when we learn more about that, and that's another piece that makes business easier as well, because yeah. when you know, you can manifest what you want. Let me tell you, your business will explode just how you want it to. It might not be maybe as fast as you want it to. Like I'm an impatient person. You know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I want things now. I don't want to wait. But at the same point in time, knowing 
that I can manifest whatever I want, including in my business, that makes business fun again. It doesn't make it stressful. It doesn't make it this big burden anymore or the job, you know, how we all don't want to be in a job. And that's why we left being an employee because we wanted to be an entrepreneur. So we had control over what we wanted to do and, and control over our life and our time. Well, it's the same thing that you can still, you just have to make sure you don't make it a job for yourself because that's what happens a lot. I find too, when people start a business and they get going and their momentum starts and then they end up in the business and doing, you know, the services or whatever and providing, but they're not growing and creating their business anymore. And then they hit that plateau, like what you were talking about earlier. And so it's sometimes we all, we'll all get caught up in those too. You know, we'll get caught up. And then it's just the fact that you just have to remember to realize and look back and be like, oh shit, I got to get moving here. Like I got to make some things happen so I can keep growing or keep going in the direction that I wanted to be going. So using tools like that, though, it doesn't have to be hard. Like that was my thing too. I always made it so hard for myself. I thought I had to have like the 600 coaches to teach me all these things (laughs) and it all, you know, the marketing had to be hard and the website had to be, you know, all this stuff, but I couldn't afford to, you know, hire someone else to do this for me. Well, you don't have to, like, you can learn the skills. Maybe you're not going to love them. Like there are certain things that I still don't love to do, but I learned the skills to do it, to make it happen in my business. But when you have the passion behind it, nothing feels hard anymore. And I noticed that with the other businesses that I tried to start, like certain bits of it were just like, oh my God, (laughs) I can't do this. I hate this part of it. And every part of my being would like run from it. If there's something better to do, I'd go do it. Right. (laughs) And so it's so much easier when you do find that passion, but being patient about that, because if you're doing something and I don't like the word failure, I always like to say learning instead, because that's what it is. Yeah. But if it doesn't work out, just know that's okay. You learn from whatever you're supposed to get out of it. And now you're supposed to be stepping into the next thing. And it might not be fast. It might not be something you even know about right away. But let me tell you, make sure you're looking at what you love to do in your life, whether it be hobbies or whatever, because that's going to give you a very good idea of where you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to be doing possibly as a business. Yeah, so. for sure. And I'm I'm a firm believer in we can make money doing whatever we want you know, whatever. And part of that has to do with this, the energetics, the manifestation, the, you know, inner work to really believe in yourself and trust yourself and love yourself and all of that. Um, And it's, I mean, there's no, I, I really truly believe there's no reason that everyone on this planet couldn't be doing what they love, you know, but you have to, you have to take the steps to to be there and you have to be aware and you have to be open and you know people just don't want to do that I guess <laughs> well it's but hard it's out of their comfort happening. zone nobody wants to step out of the comfort do. zone right like yeah. comfort zone where we're comfortable we don't and our bodies don't like that but if you know I made a video on TikTok just the other day actually about the fact like if you stay where you are your life's gonna be hard because the world constantly changes around us, right? And if you're not opening and willing to change, your life becomes very hard because you're the one trying to keep yourself in the box and the box wants to expand. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that you just can't can't stay stuck because if you do, your your life becomes very difficult, but then that's also when you start to get sick or the illness starts yeah. to come out or the depressions. And you know, those really deep things that start to really affect us. Yeah. And that's all because we're not allowing our energetic bodies to move like they're supposed to be, you know? Yeah. So, and I'll to move our energetic point. bodies is about growth and change and heal. Yep. So. That is such a good point. I mean, and we see that happen all the time with people getting sick. And I've seen so many people where it's like, I got sick and my body forced me to rest because I just wouldn't stop working. So that is such, 
Universal gift card stops where it needs to be. <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So true. Well, we could talk forever, but <laughs> I would love to ask you, is there any, any final, why can I not talk? Are there any final thoughts that you or your guides have about any of this, any of our conversation? Um, yeah, I mean, they, they always get so excited when we're able to give different perspectives. So <laughs> like, you can't see like my body's just like almost vibrating, but they're just like reminding like the first step is to do a bit of the inner work it doesn't have to be crazy it doesn't have to be like this massive six month deep dive on yourself but if you're wanting to make change in your life whether you're starting a business or not maybe you want a promotion whatever it is Mm -hmm. if you want it to change you need to look at yourself first because people in our lives are a perfect reflection of what's actually going on within ourselves so if you don't know where to start start looking at some of the people in your life and then look at your own beliefs and go from there. And then as you open up, things will start to flow and state what you want in life, period. Because if you don't, the universe can't give you what you want. <laughs> so. I love that. Those are such two good takeaways. Look at yourself. If you if that's too hard, look at the others because that's a reflection and state what you want. Those are like such good messages. Thank you, Dana. And thank you to your guides. Yeah, no, <laughs> thank you. Final thoughts. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, um, last question, where can the listeners find you and connect with you? Yeah, they can find me on Facebook. They can either just look my name up, Dana Whitney. Um, I do have a Facebook page, but it's not as active because Facebook's kind of getting picky about things. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram as well or TikTok. TikTok, I drop a lot of videos. So if awesome. you're interested in kind of getting messages, that's where you should probably go. <laughs> awesome. And we will obviously I'll put all that in the show notes as well. So I think that wraps it all up pretty good. I loved this conversation. I'm so glad that you were able to come on and we could connect again. And listeners, we will, or I guess I will, I'm so used to saying we because of my other podcast with Brit. I, I, you know, it's always we and our, but this is my (laughs) podcast. So trying to get used to the, I will see you next week, but (laughs) anyway. All right. Well, thanks again, Dana. And we will talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means so much to me that you have chosen to spend just a little bit of your day with me here on Just Like Magic. If you have a specific question that you want me to answer, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send me a message on Instagram so we can make that happen for you. And if you feel called to share this episode, please tag me wherever you share it. So then I can thank you with a freebie that is just going to continue on this amazing work that we are doing. Until then, I hope you have a great day. Go create an amazing life and an amazing business, just like magic.